This episode of the Kyle Style Podcast is brought to you by contributions from listeners like you via my GoFundMe page. Go over there, throw me a dollar for, you know, each episode, something. And it's also brought to you by Kyle Style Design. Visit redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design and get some original artwork by me. And a portion of that sale goes to me and uh, helps contribute to further podcast episodes for your listening pleasure. So this episode, we're going to get into a little uh, a little current events and some legality and some firearms, big guns, and lots of them. We'll get back to the uh, end of the World Series, uh, hopefully later this week. So I found myself recently stumbling into a bit of a YouTube rabbit hole. So of course you get on YouTube, it starts making suggestions and offering similar content, and you find yourself revisiting... Uh, episodes of maybe TV shows and clips that are up still up there somehow. And I found myself watching old episodes of the show Sons of Guns. Now Sons of Guns was a reality show, quote unquote reality show, on the Discovery Channel. And it actually aired from 2011 to 2014. And it was very much you know, one of those reality shows. It was a uh, uh, guy, Will Hayden, was the, you know, store owner, quote-unquote master gunsmith, gun builder guy, and his crew of, you know, colorful employees. Now, it was modeled similarly to, uh, like, American Chopper. There's a lot of, uh, I guess you could say it's shoehorn drama or conflict or something. There was always short deadlines and these big crazy projects and a lot of tempers flared and egos clashed and all of that reality show drama that I try to be better than but you know I'm basically not so I end up watching the show now when you have uh when you're involving things like you know say motorcycles on American Chopper they have to follow procedures and everything because they're going to be dangerous if they're not you know, built correctly. Same thing with firearms, maybe even more so. So they did stress safety, and I'll give them credit for the sort of heavy-handed disclaimer they put at the beginning of each episode that kind of reiterated how dangerous what they're doing is and that you shouldn't try this at home. Now, okay, so the show itself, um... Sons of Guns, centered around Red Jacket Firearms down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And, the you know, the intro had uh, B-roll shots of swamps and some, you know, southern Zydeco-style music over it. And the editing and everything was, was, you know, typical reality show stuff, but it was very well shot and, you know, sound was good and they would do, they would talk about their gun builds, okay? So Red Jacket Firearms became its own brand as a result of this, and they had their merchandise and everything else. And, you know, they people would bring them in, and it was kind of like Pawn Stars in that way, or American Chopper. They Some some client would come in with a special build they wanted to do. They wanted to, you know, make a fully automatic musket or, you know, some crazy thing. Maybe sometimes just clean up an antique gun. So then they would give you a little synopsis of what this gun was. It was a machine gun mounted on a World War One biplane, for example. And then they would do some, you know, computer-generated breakdown to show 
what they intended to do with the weapon and how what they were going to change on it. And then, of course, by the, you know, then they have personality clashes and arguments and a lot of bleeps over there cussing at each other. And then at the end, they scramble and they get the gun all back together. And here comes the client and they shoot it off and everyone wins. And they would often shoot, I'm assuming they were Tannerite targets, uh, they call them reactive targets. And Tannerite is, you see, uh, if you watch uh, FPS Russia's videos, he shoots these a lot. It's this compound that, if it's, it's fairly inert, um, it's not like flammable or anything, but if you hit it really hard, like if you shoot it with a gun, it will explode. So this makes for good, uh, you know, pyrotechnics and things when you're, testing out a gun or you know shooting a machine gun and they they would put these inside like trailers and trucks and things and then shoot them until they explode and this was all very flashy and cool looking would be really fun to do shooting like that of course but it was also you know incredibly dangerous and they would from time to time show the behind the scenes uh of the uh fire crews and everybody who were really there on site ready to you know step in if anything went wrong so in the course of the show, you know, they really did work on some amazing stuff. I mean, they worked on artillery pieces, cannons, machine guns. I think they did rocket launchers, flamethrowers, you know, and blowing up stuff. And you saw through all of the bullshit drama, right? All the, the swearing and the arbitrarily tight deadlines. And a lot of that, of course, is just sort of like drama for the cameras. You saw gunsmithing, you know, you saw how they would... Uh, they would use milling machines and uh, tools, and uh, they would design whole new weapons. They would combine weapons together. They mounted a <laughs> they mounted a machine pistol, like a fully automatic machine pistol, under the barrel of a shotgun. So you had a, a semi-automatic shotgun. It was what, uh, what you call an auto feed. You didn't have to pump it, but it wasn't a fully automatic shotgun. Uh, and it, it was underneath the barrel was mounted this machine pistol, so you could do shotgun blasts and then a spray of full auto from this pistol. A totally ridiculous weapon, probably really, uh, you know, really unwieldy and dangerous for a normal person to use, but they built it, like, for a movie studio to maybe try to have that in a movie. Now, these things went on like this, the crazy huge builds, the complex builds, and... It's it's all really cool and, you know, fun to watch. But it's not really how a store would be run, right? You wouldn't run a store by constantly taking on huge projects. That's all done for the show. A real gun store operates off individual sales, uh, doing gunsmithing, and building weapons and things that, uh, you know, you import a parts kit for an AK-47, you have to assemble it, and, you know, then you would have an AK-47 for sale. <coughs> so this kind of, uh, more like a, a real machine shop, right, is actually how you would run a gun store. And this is, uh, this is where the gun store drama in the, in the reality show kind of runs aground and we end up in not just personality clashes but clashes with the law and as you saw in the title this is the sons of guns meltdown 
So you go from a fun TV show, presumably everybody's making money, it was a popular show, and this is also the Kyle's Out of the Loop episode, because 2014 was two years ago. Now, I had heard there was some controversy or something, and this show had been cancelled, but I wasn't quite aware of why or how. Now, what happened here is kind of a compounding series of things, but the show itself and the cast kind of just completely went off the rails. So, let's go back to 2009. Uh, the ATF inspected uh, Red Jacket Firearms and found 10 missing guns. Now, when you want to sell guns or you want to run a gunsmithing shop where you receive guns from citizens and you store them on site, etc., and then you release them back to the owners, you have to have what's called a Federal Firearms License, an FFL. And these 10 missing guns, Will Hayden, the owner, right, and his daughter, Stephanie, this will be important later, she was also a, a cast member, and they had they both had federal firearms licenses and they ran the store 10 guns went missing they claimed that it was that these were damaged or something and that they were discarded well it doesn't really work like that with the atf you have to be able to account for all of your weapons so that you know illegal weapons aren't getting built and used in crimes right so they both lost their their ffls over this incident, and that was again back in 2009, so the show started in 2011, so you're like, well, how did they run a gun store if they didn't have licenses? The other, one of the other cast members, one of the more generally level-headed and, uh, and reasonable guys on the staff was a guy named Joe Moe. Now, apparently, Joe Moe owned the license on which Red Jacket Firearms was operating, so he kind of had to be involved and was in some sense a shareholder at that point, right? And the whole course of the show, they sort of portray Will Hayden, the father and the boss, as sort of the owner, but he really wasn't. Uh, he, he wouldn't have been able to operate without Joe Moe's uh, license. Now, this is all personal between all of them and whatever, but it's... Uh, it's some sort of a little a little hint, a little foreshadowing here. Now, the show, of course, uh, ended <laughs> in uh, I think August of 2014 after Will Hayden was arrested on multiple rape charges. Uh, he's accused of raping a young girl who was uh, 11 or 12 years old repeatedly. Uh, between March 2013 and August 2014. So, several months of raping a underage girl. Now, one of his own daughters came forward and said that he had done the same to her, and then later, uh, after defending him, uh, Stephanie Ford, his daughter, came forward and said that he had done the same to her when she was younger, she actually went on the Dr. Phil show and did an interview, and there's a uh, interview I found from uh, Ammoland.com. I'll be sure to include the links here. And she talks about how initially she had defended her father, like in you know in public, but with statements and things. But that she then later claims that he was like 
right there looming over her while she wrote these things and that she was like afraid of him and you you just you don't know how to handle these things right i mean like sexual allegations and all this stuff it's very troublesome now even will hayden's wife claims that it's just a jealous ex-girlfriend trying to defame him however in uh you know again this is down baton rouge louisiana apparently the judge who's presiding over the case released will hayden's lawyers from representing him like they requested to step away from the case because according to them there's just it seems that there was a lot of bad evidence against him and the judge allowed that so now he has a public defender so rape incest allegations okay and um Stephanie also uh, was on the show. One of one of the other cast members was uh, a guy named Chris, and he's uh, you know prominently featured in the show. He ends up marrying Stephanie, so he's kind of like the son-in-law in the show kind of thing. And after the meltdown of the show begins, because weeks after Will Hayden's arrest, the show kind of had to pull the plug. There was no way they were going to continue with the Red Jacket uh, Firearms brand after a scandal of that nature right well chris ford and stephanie uh, ford were married and she i guess had a child from a previous marriage now damn it let me let me that one's gonna come up in a minute so as the show had the 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 plug pulled on it things start going down the drain you have uh accusations and a lawsuit against will hayden from I'm assuming Joe Mo. Uh, there was a fraudulent use of the Red Jacket Firearms trademark logo. Uh, Will Hayden had arranged with a Jeep Wrangler uh, Rubicon uh, 10th Anniversary Edition SUV to be stamped with the Red Jacket logo. And he, Will Hayden, had made this arrangement in his own in his own capacity and i suppose had intended to cut out his partners uh he was ordered to pay $130,000 in damages so not just hey you screwed us over because you're apparently raping children but you also were screwing with the business and now we're going to sue you for that too and probably in part due to the high profile of the uh, couple, Chris and Stephanie. Her child from the previous marriage apparently was disciplined by Chris Ford, and he smacked the child with a belt. He was arrested, and they were both arrested on child abuse charges, um, and according again to that Ammoland uh, interview, apparently they were acquitted of those charges, so that was kind of some sensationalized uh, sensationalized kind of high attention you could say but apparently they were acquitted of that so you have joe mo uh has gone on to uh start his own gun store that is called uh um yeah i had to double check mo joe mo has made uh his own store called mo's guns 
some of the other, you know, cast had already departed due to drama and such and had started their own companies and whatnot. And for some of them, it's almost like it's almost like they saw the writing on the wall, maybe like maybe they knew maybe they just couldn't keep up with the craziness, right? Because again, the show had to operate off of this constant one upsmanship. You can't just show a bunch of guys working in a shop, assembling AR 15s. There's no drama there. It's not interesting. What you have to do is constantly be making everybody build flamethrowers and tanks and artillery and machine guns and all this other stuff. And maybe they just couldn't keep up with that pace because that pace is insane and isn't really real life. It's TV. Real life for a gun store is buying product, making sure it's functional, maybe assembling weapons that you, you know, design and build and keeping all of your paperwork legal. Okay. So Will Hayden and presumably the daughter weren't able to do that. And presumably, I mean, Will Hayden potentially is a child rapist, even raping of his own children. And the rest of the cast are uh, maybe not the most responsible types, but Joe Moe always seemed like the voice of reason. And even in post-Sons of Guns interviews that he has done, he seems to be a legitimate citizen who enjoys working with firearms and wants to have his own brand and his own shop and takes that craft seriously, and he seems like a genuine human being, right? And you have, then you have this, the, the, the allegation machine, right? So Will Hayden has been accused of such things and has been accused even by his own daughters of such things. And yet his own wife says that it's just this ex-girlfriend thing that's trying to, you know, destroy him. And his trial is actually set for uh, August of 2016. So this is interesting. Again, so this is Sons of Guns meltdown because the show just completely shit the bed and is now over. And all of that content, I believe, has been scrubbed from the Discovery Channel's website. I, I don't know if it's scrubbed from their catalog. It could be. Uh, there's many episodes available online, of course. And I'm not sure what Discovery Channel wants to do with those. Because I don't know if they want to fight real hard to retain ownership of the child rapist uh, show. So... The, the allegations, of course, are allegations until they're proved in court. It's not looking real good for Will Hayden. He's got a lot of problems. But, uh, you know, next month is the trial. So, again, Kyle being out of the loop, but these things move slowly. When you have high-profile defendants, you have very stiff allegations. There's probably other factors involved here. There is his notoriety. If it was going to go before a jury, it's hard to find a jury that is, you know, going to be level-headed about it and uh you know the family his fan his kids have tried to kind of move on the shop of course is finished uh, red jacket firearms is no longer a brand i'm assuming and you have people who seemed level-headed like joe mo moving on and hopefully continuing to actually make a successful business that doesn't revolve around making 
100, restoring 100-year-old artillery pieces that are massive uh, resource investments and everything else. Hopefully he'll be back to providing consumer firearms and uh, firearms accessories, and he will do well at that. So yeah, Sons of Guns, um, and its subsequent meltdown. I mean, it takes, you know, 2011 to 2014, then two years for from the time that it's canceled due to these allegations. People move on, people have to keep making a living, you have further family dramas, etc. And then here we are two years later, uh, like sometime next month, Will Hayden will actually uh, stand trial for the uh, accusations. And it's a shame because, you know, like I said, I don't really like a lot of reality shows, uh, mostly because I'm not that interested in that content. Uh, and Red Jacket Firearms was ridiculous. Uh, Sons of Guns was ridiculous for the crazy uh, the, the time constraints and the scale of the projects they took on, but it's exactly that which is what made it interesting to watch. Uh, unique antique firearms crazy artillery pieces and machine guns and things and they demonstrated a a comfort level with firearms that people generally have it's kind of why this show was successful is that people are interested in guns there's a lot of gun controversy and politics and all this other stuff but the thing is that guns are pretty goddamn sweet like they are they can hunt you can hunt with them you can defend yourself with them they are exciting to shoot they're fun to shoot and when you're shooting targets and reactive targets and things shoot a watermelon with a shotgun it's fun okay this show brought a scale to it that barnum you know pt barnum would have respected this week on the show we're gonna build a 1942 german howitzer and then they bring it in. They have to make shells for it, and then they fire it off and blow up a you know a, a tractor with it. And it's just it's the height of the irresponsible, maybe dangerous, yet enthusiastic gun culture in America. And aside from the kid fucking, was a great show. And I have included a playlist of. Uh, clips and things that I have been able to find. So keep your eyes peeled because I don't know if that is actually going to be a new, uh, if that's going to come back up in the news here in the next month or so when he actually stands trial because I think it's more of a local story now. It's a New Orleans uh, or Baton Rouge, Louisiana story. The Discovery Channel is probably not going to want to have anything to do with it. And you might find that it pops up again. So, if you don't know, now you know that uh, a hit TV show can be uh, headed up by a pedophile and can have a complete meltdown, and then it just disappears. So, watch the Sons of Guns episodes that were made. Try to keep in mind that it, uh, well, try to not keep in mind that Will Hayden may be a, a, a kid fucker. And uh, enjoy them for what they are. And I guess we're all back in the loop now. I put us all back in the loop. Okay. Anyways, uh, where can you get the Kyle Style podcast? 
iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Podcast Addict, and etc., etc. Follow me on Twitter, at KStylePodcast. Go to the GoFundMe page, throw me a dollar. Check out my designs, available in all different formats on uh, redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash KyleStyleDesign. And go ahead and download this episode, check out the playlist, check out the links, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.